Good morning, everyone. May the Lord richly bless you. Thank you for tuning in to our podcast. I'm Jason DeMars. And uh, if you have any questions, prayer requests, or testimonies, please let me know. You can contact me at jasondemars.com. We're going to continue on to Ephesians part 19. We're at the end of chapter 5, continuing to speak about husbands and wives. Verse 28, so Paul in verse 26 and 27 begins to speak about a prophecy that Christ would present to himself a glorious church without spot or wrinkle, and that it would be through uh, the washing of water by the word. And then 28, he goes back to the practical portion of how to live with our wives. So ought men to love their wives as their own bodies. He that loveth his wife loveth himself. Men ought. It's a commandment. Men must love their wives as their own bodies. So if we think about that for a minute, to love your wife as your own body, it it means that she's a part of you. So you will treat her the way you treat your body. You take care of your body. You protect your body. You feed your body. You wash your body. You clothe your body. You put on gloves to protect your hands, which is part of your body. When you're working, you put on uh, sunglasses to protect your eyes. When you're out in the sun, you put on sunblock. Uh, You do the things necessary to take care of yourself, of your own body, to protect yourself. He's saying, men, you should treat your wife precisely the same way that you treat yourself. So this really, brothers, should be our mindset going into our marriage, going into dealing with our wife, the, the... the ups and downs, the frustrations, the needs that she has, regard that as your own body. It's not just your body either. As I think about this, it's not just speaking of your of your wife's body, it's speaking of, of her heart, her mind, her soul. It's speaking of her entirety, not just providing for physical needs, but it's again, uh, your, when you're struggling, Emotionally, you want someone to talk to. So be that person that your wife can talk to. When you feel like you're losing your mind and everything's going wrong, you want someone just to understand, to listen with you, to pray with you. Do that with your wife. Encourage her. Build her up. Act as though you're responsible for her just as you're responsible for yourself. Love your wife as your own self, as your own body. Verse 29, For no man ever yet hated his own flesh, but nourishes and cherishes it, even as the Lord the church. Christ treats us as his own body, for we are his own body. We need to treat our wives as our own body, just the way Christ treats the church as his own body but nourishes, nourishment and cherishing. Nourishment speaks of physical needs. Cherishing speaks of emotional needs. It's our duty as husbands to meet our wives' emotional needs. We're not to commit that to her friends. 
We're not to commit that to our pastor. We're not to con- commit that to some other man. We are responsible for her heart needs, both emotional and spiritual needs. And we need to meet them. Now, ultimately, we can't meet every need, but Christ can. And if Christ is in us, he can flow through us to our wives and to meet every need that she has. Verse 30, For we are members of his body, of his flesh, and of his bones. We're a part, we're a part of him. He's a part of us. We, 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 we are an extension. He is, the, he is the head. He's the mind. He's the director of everything. And we're the, his hands, his feet, his liver, his heart, his knees, his toes, his cells. We are that. We are his body. And so he takes care of us. So as husbands, we must do the same for our, our wives. For this cause, verse 31, For this cause shall a man leave his father and mother and shall be joined unto his wife, and they, shall two, they too shall be one flesh. Man and woman, leave your parents. You love them. You spend the holidays with them. You spend time with them. You appreciate them for helping take care of the, the children and, and uh, doing nice things for you, but you must leave your parents. Man, you must leave your parents, their parenting, and you have to cleave to your wife to become one flesh. This isn't talking, just talking about the sexual act. This is also talking about um, your position in life. You're forming a new unit. Mom and dad now have boundaries. Both have boundaries. This is a sacred relationship. We're creating a home. We're creating an atmosphere. And it's not God's will for, for anyone to come in and violate that and come in and try to take that over. They're to cleave and become one flesh, one life together. This is a great mystery, but I speak concerning Christ and the church. Christ and the church are one. They're one in nature, one in heart, one in body. The church, the bride, is the life of Christ on display. We are His body. When you see the church moving as a body of people in in unity under the leadership of the Holy Spirit, that's Christ on earth. That's a great mystery. Christ revealed in fullness through his bride. What a beautiful thing. Verse 33, Nevertheless, let every one of you in particular so love his wife even as himself. Every single one of you, without exception, so love your wife, just as you love yourself, just as you take care of yourself, just as you take care of your mind, your body, your soul, commit yourself to taking care of your wife's body, mind, and soul. She's your responsibility, not another person's. And it's not your responsibility to manipulate her, control her, force her. She has her own will. She has her own heart. She has her own mind. You must work in uh, a, through 
her agreed upon submission. Not forced submission, not through power, not through guilt complexes, not through manipulation, but through love, through leadership, seeing through provision, through seeing the need beforehand and going and meeting it. We should be praying about our leadership of our wives and of our children. Shouldn't just be following in line and, well, just whatever my wife says, yes, dear, yes, dear, yes, dear. Nonsense. You're supposed to lead your wife. She's not supposed to lead you. You're supposed to lead her in love, not with a hard hand, a harsh hand, with tenderness and compassion. And the wife see that she reverence her husband. Of course, if her husband is treating her in this manner, she will reverence her husband. If she's, if she's not being treated that way, of course, she wouldn't have reverence for her husband. Now, she should reverence him anyways based on his position in Christ. Even if he doesn't deserve it, she should reverence him and love him and serve him, submit to him. And even if she doesn't deserve it, you, husband, should love her even as Christ loved the church. He loves us when we don't deserve it. We must love each other 100%. We don't sit and wait for the other person to meet our needs and then we love him. We meet the needs. We go above and beyond. And even if they don't respond and looks like they don't care, keep loving, keep giving out. That's how Christ did. Both husband and wife should do that. Reverence your husband there. It's beautiful. Well, we're going to close there. Uh, appreciate you listening in. If you would like to contact me with any questions, uh, comments, or prayer requests, you can reach me at jasondemars.com. May the Lord richly bless you. 